Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gifted Performance Podcast. If you're listening or watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, as well as hitting the like button and the notification bell so you never miss a video. If you prefer audio format, search Gifted Performance on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting service and subscribe today. Make sure you also rate and review the podcast as that helps us out tremendously. Enjoy the podcast and stay gifted. Welcome back. Another episode of the GPP, the Gifted Performance Podcast, the only podcast that provides you the knowledge and practical takeaways to improve your own general physical preparedness. We will start up top with my rosy-cheeked co-host himself, Dominic Cusa. How are you doing today, Dom? I'm doing well. Thank you. Doing, doing well. And a special guest. I should have asked him before the recording started, but here we are. It has begun. It's Josh. <laughs> He's got a last name. It starts with an L and you pronounce it. Luhan. There Luhan. it is. Luhan. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Josh L. That works Josh too, L, man. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. They know him by his uh, alter ego. Instead, He's tossing ice lances your way. Zaryu, uh, good to have you on. How are you, man? I'm doing wonderful, man. That was great. But it's fire blasts and pyroblasts because I'm a fire mage these days. Unless in TVC, in TVC, I'm frost. So I guess that, that works. And then in retail, I'm fire. So there's a bit of division here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have man. to get into that later. These, these two guys here that uh, you're talking to, we are some TBC Andes. So we stick oh, on the TBC grind. Okay. The real, the pinnacle of arena. Not that retail shit where matches last <laughs> like 45 fucking minutes. I want to okay. see one Nova, two Lances, and that guy <laughs> needs to be dead. Dude, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some support on this. I actually really, really enjoy TBC. The reason I haven't been playing as much as when it came out is because no queues are happening at 2,500 MMR. Like I, I'll set a 10 minute queue. Oh, and that's not boo, fun. fucking who? This guy over here. The problem is that I'm just too goddamn good at the game, and there's no that's one right. really on my level. That's right. No, I, the, I mean, here's the th the thing is at, on retail, there'll be a lot of different variety of queues throughout the day. And on TVC, we're instantly getting into, or I guess it's the opposite. In, yeah. in retail, I'm getting instant queues all the time. TVC, there's never, like, a 10-minute queue is not fun for the stream is basically no. what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. So interestingly enough, here, here's a kind of just a random question because I haven't played retail in quite some time. The compositions that you see on retail versus TVC, TVC is pretty standard. Like, you've got, like, your S-tier compositions retail is a little bit more varied right well retail uh, the metagame is um un uh like undiscovered it's it's not solved um it maybe is a better way to say it whereas on tbc the same game's been out for so long on private servers everyone knows the best comps the best strats the best builds like it's pretty it's a solved metagame right whereas on retail a new patch comes out and no one really knows what is the best. And, and that that aspect is fun of retail, right? Like a new patch comes out and everyone's like, okay, um, what comps are the best? We don't know. Let's try this out. Oh, we're losing. This must not be very good. Let's switch it up. Oh, we're owning. This is pretty good. And then the streamers kind of, you know, will start taking the meta in one direction and they start doing really well. Then that's what everyone else copies until they don't do very well. And then all of a sudden, ever, like, so the metagame evolves with time, depending on who does well and who doesn't do well. And, uh, that that evolving state of the metagame is 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 fun because it's always changing but a lot of the times yeah it makes it so you don't you don't really know what's actually good or bad until a few months down the road this is true after a this patch yeah right there so the name 
I got to know the name. Okay. Zaryu. Was it something, you know, we watched the, I think a lot of people, and we'll link it below if you haven't seen it, the 100K subscriber video. We all watched that at the start. I think you were like 12 or 13 years old. Little baby Zar on there recording <laughs> those first couple videos. Um, the name, was it an auto-generate? Was it something that you came up with? How did you arrive on that? Man, I wish I had a really cool story. Oh, no. <laughs> I should just make I should just make up a cool story so I can have one for the for uh, situations like this. But I don't. Um, here here's what happened. Um, I wanted uh, a name, because I was like sw swapping servers back in like TBC or Wrath or something like like 10, 10, 15 years ago, however long it's been. And I wanted a name, and I wanted it to sound cool. So I just slapped my keyboard and a bunch of like letters <laughs> came out and I rearranged them a little bit. And that was okay. you. It means nothing. It was very arbitrarily um, uh, derived. And I, I, I slapped my keyboard in, and it like kind of came out. And then I think I put it like an X at the start because X's were cool. There I thought they were 15 years ago. All and, those hunters uh, running around with like X Legolas X. Right. <laughs> So yeah, it means nothing, but it's just that's that's what it is. That's what it is. So you know, I feel like that's a decent just... story. Okay, I oh, I'll take that. Keyboard and it came together. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take it then. <laughs> that's not bad, but definitely, you know, if you had to maybe come up with a story there, and this may be something we we come back to, but if you had to come up with a story there, like what direction would you go? Like maybe like I was 12 years old, I saw like a, a school bus sinking and I like pulled a kid out and like he was the only one that survived. And I was like, what is your name? And he was like, my name is Zaryu. Like, I'm going to dedicate my career after you, sir. Yeah, let's go with that one. <laughs> I don't think like I that. can come up with anything better than that. That'd be great. <laughs> That'll so, be my next answer. <laughs> Gosh. So the reason we actually brought you on the podcast here is because, I mean, top tier game, we, we want to talk about gaming the whole time, but you have done what a lot of people have tried. So you've kind of created, you, you've, you've bridged this chasm between like the fitness world, which is where we operate and kind of the gaming world. So give us kind of a rundown of, of, of what got you into both of those worlds. So we talked a little bit about gaming. Where did it all start for you on the fitness side? Because anyone who follows you on Instagram sees you do a lot of the bodyweight calisthenics, a lot of the gymnastics stuff. Were you a, a young gymnast, an aspiring gymnast? No, I, you know, I wish I was because I loved gymnastic style training. I love bodyweight movement. Um, style training and i never did gymnastics as a kid i get that question a lot because of a lot of the stuff you you know uh, i do on instagram with with like planche or stalder press pike press handstand work and people are like oh you know you must have done gymnastics as a kid and i'm like ah man i wish that would have been great no i um i started bodyweight training more exclusively about two two or three years ago um before that i kind of got into bodybuilding but i guess let's start it from the from the beginning so when I was, uh, when I was really young, I think like third grade, I, my first fitness endeavor was running. Um, I was a runner in like third grade, which I was, so I was pretty young. And there was this like, uh, lunch running program that my school had called Myler's club. It was pretty rad. So basically if you ran a lap, you got a stamp on your, on your like card. We all had little cards. And then they would count your stamps at the end of the day and then aggregate them for the entire year. And they'd put you on a leaderboard, uh, a ranking system. Um, so whoever ran the most would be rank one. And, I, you know, knowing me, I like leaderboards. <laughs> I like I'm very competitive. I like uh, pushing for rank one. So 
when that system came out, I was like, all right, I'm going to be rank one. You know, I'm just going to put in the time, put in the work, put in the effort and I'll eventually get there. So I ran as a little third grader, I ran, ran, ran my laps and I hit rank one and I loved running. So running was kind of like my thing. I did that third grade, fourth grade, uh, fifth grade and sixth grade was middle school. Middle school started and I joined like track and field and running and stuff. And it was like, I like totally what I love doing. And then I got mono, uh, mononucleosis. It's like uh, EBV, Epstein-Barr virus. And I was hospitalized. I had a kind of a case of athlete's asthma. So if I do too much cardio work, a lot of times my lungs aren't super hot. 15 years later, they're doing a bit better. So I'm happy about that. But I've had to really train breath work, um, movement and, and stuff like that. But anyway, I was getting into running and then you know, I was hospitalized and stuff. And I came back, I was just not the same. So for a while, I kind of just dove into wow. That's when I started. Wow. It was sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. I was playing a lot of video games. And I uh, didn't really train much at all. Um, and I saw that kind of affecting my health a little bit. And then in high school, I was lifting little weights and, but I was still playing a lot of games. Um, and then when I was about 20 years old, sophomore in college um, at this point, I think I looked myself in the mirror and I had one of those moments of like, I'm an adult now. I'm 20 years old. I can't let my health slip. And my parents were great role models growing up. They um, were both very active and they were running and biking. And my dad did a lot of weights and, you know, they're, they're both in shape and they, they both um, really emphasized health um, is a priority for adults. Right. So as I got older and I became an adult myself, I was like, I need to prioritize my health. This is important to me. And I'm not doing that right now, clearly. Um, so I, when I was 20, I did a bunch of research about how to build muscle, how to build strength, how to, how to do all of these things. Um, and I kind of dove into it and I started with more bodybuilding style for many years. And I started getting into more strength work, um, for some time. And now I've kind of delved more into the gymnastic movement, uh, practitioner style of training. And I've been really, really in love with that the last few years. So that's kind of the whole spectrum of it, man. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where we're at right now. No, I dig it. I've been watching the, uh, I've been watching some of the content, the, the single arm ring pull-ups. That's one that I will let you have. But <laughs> if you saw on the podcast invite, I did challenge you to a strict handstand pushup contest. So what I'll Ooh. do is we got some handstand pushup work today at the gym. I'll record my set. I'll tag you and we'll see what you got. So 210 pound beefy okay. boy here. I, I, what, are you, what are you weighing in at these days? 150 oh, probably body weight advantage yeah <laughs> 150 is nice you know I, it's funny that you ask because i i was like 155 closer to 160 and i can feel the difference and then also when i'm down to 145 or one closer to 140 i can also like 150 even feels a bit heavy compared to when i'm closer to 140 so so yeah there's uh there's definitely that body weight advantage feels nice <laughs> we'll see how it goes though um, so biggest question that I had for you today, and this will probably take up the majority of our time here was, you know, you, and we, we said this earlier, it's, it's kudos to you. Cause you've done such a good job with it of kind of like bridging that gap of, of, of creating that, that kind of, um, synergy between the fitness space and the, the gaming world. And from me, when I look from the outside in, I see it as, and this is just my personal opinion. I want to get Dom to weigh in here as well. I see your success as being a result of you being a gamer who found fitness. You're not the fitness guy who's trying to push his agenda on gamers. 
when you speak to them about fitness, you have a very, like a very succinct and successful way to speak to them because, you know, you speak their language. Is that something that was deliberate by you? Is it something that you just came upon? It was just natural for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So the way you put that of me being in the gaming space first and then um, kind of discovering something and sh wanting to share my love for it is probably uh, one of the reasons for success. I, I think maybe a, a big factor in that, right? Because if I was not a multi, you know, 15 time rank one player in a video game and I was just like, hey guys, go outside. They're like, no shit, dude. Like, I don't want to hear it from you. But for me to be like, hey, look, I'm, you know, I've, I've been playing video games for a long time, but I've been, and, and the thing I, that I kind of tell the community is I've been feeling even better in my gameplay. If I do a walk first, hit a workout, make sure I drink some water, eat some fruits, veggies, get eight hours of sleep, you know, connect a little bit, socialize, you know, have that connection and then hop into games. I'm feeling good, man. I, my sessions are better. Like I, I'm playing better. So it's like, if you guys want to play the best you can, and that's really what people, gamers care about. Is playing the best they can then maybe um, do these things first and we call those the dailies right do your dailies um keep your your irl character health strong and healthy and um that's one of those things that it was very authentic right i was the guy that needed to hear that at 12. i am the guy i'm talking to and i think i don't know there's a quote somewhere but like be the guy that you needed growing up and i think the the motto the messaging that i needed growing up was do your dailies from someone i looked up to um, you know, cause of course my parents can tell me or my grandparents can tell me like, Oh, make sure to do your chores or go outside or it'll work out. And, but when you're 12 years old, you don't listen to your parents that, you know, as easily as you would listen to someone you aspire to be or a role model or a content creator saying, Hey, look, these are important things like actually go and do them. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I think it was the authenticity behind it of that's actually what I needed to hear. I'm not bullshitting anyone by saying like, oh, do these things, but like, I'm not doing them, you know, or something, or, you know, you, sh you should really do this. I, I tried to um, do all of the messaging and branding in a way where I'm not pointing fingers. I'm saying, this is what's helped me. Done, all right? Like maybe it'll help you too, kind of a thing. Um, but I'm not not trying to shame anyone for where they're at because I was there, right? I, I think there's a level of empathy involved of, look, it's all good, even if you're not doing your dailies. But, you know, I'll, I'll be here when <laughs> have that messaging sink in. Maybe it'll take five years. Maybe it'll never sink in, whatever it is. But uh, I think getting that message out there is being my most authentic self because I know it's helped me and I know it can help other people. So just putting that content out there and seeing where it goes is uh, with no expectation necessarily. Uh, funny enough, the do your dailies concept, I had little to no expectation with that at all. We just put it out there as one random bit of content and people really, really loved it. It's just like, oh, cool. That caught fire. And, uh, you know, so yeah, it just kind of happened very naturally. Uh, we, we slowly kind of integrate a lot of the content, um, more towards fitness with the Instagram content and then with the workout live streams. And, uh, I think starting from the gaming and helped, but then just being really authentic and natural with it probably also really helped. Yeah. Those are, those are the big pieces right there, that authenticity and that, that, that it's very natural to you. I had a, had a guy I knew who was like a bodybuilder, personal trainer who was like, listen, I got this new genius business idea where I'm going to, you know, I'm going to drop into like Fortnite streamers, like really popular Fortnite streamers. I'm going to drop into their chats and just like promote fitness stuff. And like you said, it became this thing where he was like pointing fingers and he was like, yo, like you need to, like, you need to start training. You start lifting weights. 
and you said it best. Like these people are like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. No one wants to hear what they're not doing. Right. Like a lot of the people know what they're not doing, but the, it needs to come off in a way that it's like, these are the things that might help you do what you actually want to do. Right. Like if you're, if you're not feeling a hundred percent, you have maybe gamer headaches, you're feeling lethargic. You can't be snappy and focused and sharp and alert. Like, like, yeah, have you gotten enough sleep? Are you just pulling all nighters drinking, you know, monster energy drinks or uh, any energy drink, I suppose. And, you know, pushing the sleep back and back and back and your circadian rhythms messed up and you're not drinking enough, just like water, getting sunlight on the skin, vitamin D exposure. It's like, well, you know, maybe there's some things that we can do to actually improve the gaming performance. And I think you have to speak gamers language. You, you know, you can't say, oh, you'd want to put on a bu- bunch of muscle. A lot of gamers would say like, no, I don't care about that. <laughs> like they really don't. They want to get good at the game and, you know, and hey, more power to them. Like some people, we all, we all have different interests. You know, some people want to put on muscle. Some people want to, you know, be a librarian or you know be a marine biologist or you know we all have different interests and that's what makes the world pretty cool and fun so more power to them if they want to be the world's best gamer but let me you know get you on this track that might help that Um, and i think staying strong and healthy can help any profession no matter what you're doing i think whether it's business whether it's you know stocks whether it's you know this or that hitting that uh just a short little something getting a little sweat built up getting outside getting enough sleep and water is going to make the mind sharp. And then with the mind sharp, it's going to help anything. And that's the messaging really. It's like making gaming a healthier space, but no matter what you're doing, this, this basic, basic, easy stuff is really going to, going to help out. The little things are going to really help out. Dom, I'm actually glad that you brought up energy drinks because we've kind of seen with the rise in esports that there are a lot of like, energy no drinks energy supplements like no tropics that are targeted at gamers dom you're dom's kind of like our big supplement guy at gifted i'm interested to hear your take on kind of what these supplements are doing or are not doing for gamers and how they could actually be optimized well i think i think one of the big things they're doing is they're try, they're turning like a blind eye to the important stuff like nutrition and sleep and the stuff that you know, a gamer should be doing, they're like, here, take this supplement and you don't mm-hmm. have to sleep. Or if you didn't have a good sleep, take this nootropic. There's no caffeine in it, but it'll make you focus. Um, you know, so they're just trying to, I think they're just trying to like, they're just being around the bush of like what actually needs to be done. And of course, you know, with good marketing and stuff, they, they make it happen, uh, which is sad. I mean, I, I like supplements, like, as you guys know, um, but like, I like supplements on the reason of what they should be used for, for supplementing, you know, something that we don't have every day, but something like getting more sleep and whatnot, especially as a gamer, you know, a lot of the time you're spending at home anyways, you should be able to get, you know, your proper sleep and whatnot. Um, But I think, uh, I think it's kind of sad with like how the supplement companies like just, just started doing this like recently and they like, went heavy at it because now every company has a new tropic like uh redcon has one uh who else is making one i there's think a, derek is making one g more fuel plates. has one yeah. there's one that's called like maw energy or something yeah I there's think, a uh, bunch coming out so i saw um another streamer cargos he's another uh tbc arena guy who does a lot of streaming he was promoting the maw energy and i was like oh maw energy let me go let me go look at what's actually in this and it is like 
arguably the worst formula that I've ever yeah. seen in my life. No, no. Yeah, Derek from More Plates, More Dates. It's a it's a bodybuilding like uh, YouTube channel. He ripped it apart. Oh, really? Like, just ripped it apart. <laughs> yeah, it was wow. like, a, I don't know. It was like 100 milligrams of caffeine and like some vitamin C. And it's like taking advantage of, you know, gamers that, that, that don't really know any better. But it, I mean, it fills a need when you're not doing the stuff that Josh is talking about. Like, yeah, you need that stuff to kind of fill the gaps. Yeah, I mean, from just to fill you in on my perspective, as a streamer, I get emailed probably like three Josh times like, a week. Actually, I'm, guys, I'm, I'm sponsored by Maw Energy. Please stop. Please and, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I haven't taken any of the sponsorships um, from 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 Nootropics or, you know, type of like energy drink companies. I, I get reached out many times a week um, from all these different companies that, you know, would love to, you know, have me talk about their product. The thing is, I, I, yeah, I, Dominic, you, you summed it up very, very well. I think the overall idea is that you can drink this drink and now you don't have to worry about the things that actually matter. And it's actually one of my frustrations, um, I guess with the nu nutrition industry as well. It's, it's, it's really sad to see the nutrition industry, health industry, the way it is when, it's all about fad diets and fad this and do this when no one's talking about the basic stuff that actually matters. And, and these um, fads are like taking place of the things that actually matter. Right. Yeah. And um, not, not to say some of the stuff, the more specific um, nutrition um, regimens or protocols might not be great for some people, but by and large, what, what really matters for people are the basic um, things and people don't want to hear that. They want these little, all these other little things. And I think it confuses a lot of people and it does more harm than good. And I think energy drinks might fall in that same category. Um, and once again, not to say they're all bad. I, I think um, using them strategically might even be advantageous. But, you know, personally, I don't drink any, at least right now. Um, so, I, you know, wouldn't necessarily want to promote any unless I, I really like the product myself. And um, I, yeah, Dominic, I think you summed it up really well. The, the things that are actually really, really, really going to matter are these basic fundamental things. Um, you know, once again, movement, sunlight, water, sleep, proper protein intake, fruits and veggies, um, micronutrients, right? Um, these and, and having a, a, some type of bonding and connection, that social connection, these things are, are going to make a difference in your overall well-being more so than almost anything else and and making sure that we have these these pillars in place before adding in all these other unnecessary yeah. things from marketing is 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 paramount yeah i i always call those things like luxury supplements like if you can afford them go ahead be my guest but if you can't it's not going to make or break anything you rather have the foundation than you know buying the fancy stuff without the foundation you know, you can't, if your house isn't built, you can't buy furniture to put inside of it. So why yeah, are you wasting money doing all that stuff? Great analogy. I, I, I love that. Yeah. I have a question. Have you had any streamers or not streamers, any viewers like reach out and been like, Hey, I've lost like 40 pounds, 50 pounds just from doing my dailies and things like that. Oh uh, yeah. So I sell a workout program that kind of shows people how to get in the to body weight training. And then we kind of scale every exercise to, to where that person might be starting at. And then of course the do your dailies and hundreds, dude, 
hundreds. And that is what puts me on fire. Like yeah, people sweet. saying they lost, I, I've had people lose like 150 pounds. Like I've had people turn their life around from, from just me leading by example. And that's what gives me up in the morning. And I think that's what makes me excited to share stuff like this. And if, you know, there was no community feedback, once again, at the dailies, if I was like, Hey guys, do your dailies and no one really latched on to it, I'd be like, okay, let's time for the next idea, you know, but we, we launched the program, the cookbook, um, uh, the fundamental guide that we have for people to kind of just hop in and get started. Nothing so crazy, right? But the basics, really outlining the basics in clear language so people can see like, okay, this is what matters. Let's get into it. And inspiring them, getting that identity bit in place first so that they can stand onto it long-term um, has really, really been helpful for for people. And I, yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what gets me excited, man. So with that, the, the do your dailies thing, I think you touched on it a little bit, but who, where did that come from? Who did it come from? Did you have like business partners that you were working with or is that just like purely a product of, of your own mind? So I have, um, one business partner, AKA my fiance, and, uh, she helps me with absolutely everything. So the do your dailies graphic, she drew them by hand and, um, we really brainstorm. We, we do a walk every day and the walk is one of our favorite ways to just bounce ideas back and forth, see what's going on, um, creatively and, and, and all that kind of thing. So, um, so the do your dailies idea was, uh, a conversation we were having about a year and a half ago on our patio at our old apartment. And we were just kind of thinking at this point, we, we, I think we just launched the body weight program. Um, we had the cookbook out, I think, um, at that point and you know, they're, they're great products, but we were like, you know, for a 12 year old, right. They're not buying their own groceries. They're not, um, maybe they don't even have like 20 bucks to like, to start on a, on a program or something like they, they like for a 12 year old, what are the basic things that we would like to share? Right. What, like something free, like we just like, just, just the basics, like just, just do this if you want to get started. Or even if they're not 12 for the 25 or 30 year old who isn't even ready to buy anything. They're not ready to even like really um, stick to something long-term, but like they're, they're interested just enough to where they're like, I want to take a little step in the, in the, in a healthier direction. Where do I get started? Right. And the day, do your dailies was the answer to that question. Where do I get started? You start by doing your dailies, the basic things and the, and the dailies are brought on purpose, right? One of them is move. I don't care if you go on a walk or sw if you go for a swim or if you go skateboard, if you go play basketball with some friends, you know, or if that's lifting weights, power lifting, strong man, you know, body weight training. I'm not saying like you have to do this, 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 like it's not complicated. It's not, it's not like line item of like, okay, you know, well, did you do 30 minutes or did you do 40? It's like, just move, right? Just move, get out there. And like the, the sunlight thing, like get some sunlight to directly to that skin. It's very healthy. I mean, don't get, you know, sunburned or don't go crazy on it. Um, but that sunlight on the skin is very important. You know, drink water, right? Like these basic things. Um, and it was the answer to that, that, that question of like a lot of people were like, dude, I, where do I get started? I don't want to hop on like this crazy program and learn how to handstand push up. That's way too advanced. I, I just want to like, what are the fundamentals? And we were like, okay, let's get that out there as this idea. Um, and I played WoW and I was like, well, in WoW, you do your dailies to keep your character strong and healthy. 
right? You, you have to do your dailies to get reputation so you can buy the best in slot gear. You need to do your dailies to make gold so you could buy enchants. You need to do your dailies, um, you know, maybe to, to network so you can meet people or whatever it is, socialize. And I was like, wait a minute, you need to do the same thing with your real life character. And if you don't do that, you're going to deteriorate. And it's like the same thing. So I was like, okay, do your dailies. And then it kind of it was, it was kind of this silly piece of content we put out a year and a half ago and then people started sharing it and then like reposting. And I was like, okay, you know, I think we have something here. And now um, it's kind of something that, you know, I, I talk about all the time on the stream. We have, um, you know, do your dailies like emotes and it's all over Instagram and social media. And we, we kind of like to um, just remind people do your dailies, you know, and it's like this really fun way for gamers to understand like, okay, yep, I need to take care of myself. And then you do your dailies and then game, right? Get the dailies done and then, and then it's time for some leisure. So, so yeah. Now the big question, your fiance, does she yep. play? She does not. <laughs> she does not play. Wow. Um, maybe one day we'll get her to hop it on. You know, I actually think she would like classic or TBC, like the older versions of the game, just like leveling experience through dungeons and questing. I think it would be a really fun time. So this maybe one like, day. This is like the classic story here. Like gets a girlfriend, fiance whatever it is they start playing together all of a sudden not <laughs> two's partner he gets pushed to the side he's the ostracized oh. bff and in comes the fiance big pumper rogue to take his place i i can see this going down it could happen it could happen man new main <laughs> team yeah nosh better watch out um yeah I don't know. So we, we met, uh, at the gym. So she was doing handstands. Like it was like her first week she was learning on the wall and I was training handstands too in the same kind of area at the gym we used to go to. And, you know, I went up because I was just like, Oh, that's a pretty good handstand. How long have you been training, you know, handstands for? And, uh, I mean, it was magic from there, man. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was perfect. And, uh, pickup line. Great. How long have you been doing handstands? Yeah. <laughs> Well, she said it was only like a week or two. And uh, I mean, I was like a lot better than my handstands at a week or two. So I was like, that's great. <laughs> so I'm interested to hear what are, what are your dailies? When you log in for the day, when you open your eyes, what are your dailies that you do? I mean, they're the same as what I tell other people to do. I mean, I, I can get into more specifics if you would like, but the, the fundamentals are those same things. I'm making sure um, I'm drinking enough water. There we go. I'm going outside for a walk right now it's hot in tucson so we do our walks at like five or six a.m so we can beat the heat um we we socialize and talk you know call someone just like to get that connection and what, what the connection bit here is really about not locking yourself in a dungeon of a room for a week and i've been there and it's it's really easy to let a week go by and not say hi to anyone and not like i mean even come out of your room it's just like this dark like you're up all night sleeping during the day and and I, I for people that aren't in the gaming it might sound silly but it's so normalized in the gaming culture of yeah just like stay in your room for a week of you have a week off of school or work you just like completely disregard everything else and um yeah but yeah the morning routine you know um might say a little prayer or meditate or you know talk with shannon and kind of get the mind right we start with something called daily gratitude and a daily gratitude is this practice where we're saying something we're grateful for and we actually have a discord channel called daily gratitude we type it out actually type out what we're grateful for the community jives in and types that they're grateful for every morning 
And it's something that really sets you on the right foot of like, okay, I, you know, maybe stuff at work isn't going so great or stuff in my, you know, relationships, friends, you know, drama, family stuff, whatever. But like, dude, I, I have a roof over my head or like, you know, I have clean water to drink from, or, you know, it could be anything like I'm grateful for my mom or I'm grateful for, um, you know, a, a nice comfortable bed, or I'm grateful for, you know, the time I have to enjoy world of Warcraft with my friends or, you know, whatever is like the little, littlest things, but to begin the practice of, of having that gratitude, like actually saying it, speaking it, typing it, um, really sets the day on a different kind of, um, foot, which is, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, besides that, I mean, we're, we're, we're eating right. You know, we're eating a lot of fruits and veggies, getting adequate protein to promote lean muscle, um, development. And we're, you know, drinking water, sleeping, a uh, sleep's a big one, sleeping eight hours. I know that is like a crazy for a lot of people, like eight hours, man, I do like, I can't get more than like six or seven, but like, I mean, for optimal health, the cognitive and, um, you know, within the body getting that eight hours is, is very important. Um, and for, for optimal performance, uh, it, it's funny. Cause a lot, like, I, I think of like Arnold or something, you know, clearly a goat, but uh, they talk about like, Oh, you know, you can sleep when you're dead and stuff. But like, I'm definitely pretty opposite on that. I think eight hours is pretty important. Um, yeah, just getting those basic things done, man. And, and then for me, we, we do the workout live streams and then we might have some shows or meetings like kind of like this, um, with, with business stuff. And then, uh, then we hop into gaming in the afternoon. And I mean, to be honest, these days I'm only playing a couple hours. So wow. And that's just in the evenings from, um, maybe like three to seven, you know, a couple hours, uh, play some arenas with my friends. We're, we're live streaming that. And then, and then we, uh, rinse and repeat. <laughs> so that's, that's the day. I'm assuming you have someone who does all your video editing, right? You're not, you know, you're not staying up late nights, clipping stuff. Yeah, I, I used to, um, a couple of <laughs> years ago. Um, but I'm very fortunate to have an awesome video editor on the team working with me, getting that content out there. And he does a great job. Shout out to Nikki. And he, he really, he does a great job, like getting the, the most epic moments from the streams and putting them on the YouTube channel. Uh, and that's really, really cool. So we, uh, mainly are focused on the workout streams, um, the, fit, uh, workout streams, the gaming streams, and then, uh, business opportunities around like uh, daily stuff and, um, social media. And, th and that's kind of like the, the workflow for the day. See, like, I, I, I love this cause I have friends do that don't leave the room still to this day. Like one of my friends actually like missed his opportunity to go to med school because he was so locked into playing WoW, and Ooh, like yeah, like there's some crazy there's some crazy stuff out there that like that like us three understand it like the rest of our teams not gonna have any idea what we're talking about, <laughs> but you know, like <laughs> you know like I have a cousin even that who's who introduced me to WoW. And, you know, there's times where he just is in the basement for four or five days straight. Dude, he comes upstairs and it's like, it's like a fucking, I don't even know, dude. It's like, it's crazy the way like he just can sit there for hours, days. It's such a, like, it's such a cliche, but, and like people think that these things, that these stories are like ridiculous, but like it exists. And for someone like Josh to kind of disrupt that and say, Hey, listen guys, like, despite the fact that that's the norm. And like you said, like it's been normalized, like that's not the way to go about it. It's not the way to go about it for like longevity in terms of your life. And it's not the way to go about it. Longevity in terms of your playing career. It's the easiest way to burn out. 
And it's for sure not the best way if you want to perform at your absolute best in what you're passionate about, which is gaming. I think this also is good for um, like maybe those people who were very serious gamers trying to transition into more of a normalized life where they have like, you know, they're casually watching Zars stream and then he mentions dailies. They look at it and, you know, that might start their transition from heavy gaming to uh, a little bit more fitness. And then who knows, eventually they just really, you know, trend away from gaming as much to more of a, you know, fitness lifestyle, healthy lifestyle. Um, that's like, that's what I could see from it too. The Lord's work, truly the Lord's work, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we were, we were talking about it a little bit before we, we, before we hit record some, some off record stuff, but you did mention that there were some big future projects, anything that you do want to divulge, maybe some, some teasers here that you want to throw out there about things that you are working on here in the future. Uh, yeah, well, don't, TBD. don't want to like, don't want to, uh, expose it too much, but, uh, we'll do a little teaser of just do your dailies. <laughs> it's coming more. So more is coming, but, uh, but yeah, that's, um, we're always working on stuff. There's, there's other, you know, we're working on, um, apparel stuff too, which I guess I haven't really said on stream before either. So there's two things, but, uh, a lot of this stuff is, we, we do like to get just right. Meaning if we're working on something, it might not actually come out for six months. Right. But, uh, there's always stuff scheming around here because we're always thinking about new stuff. And my, my fiance is definitely a big part of that. She really helps out with all that kind of stuff. So let's, uh, you, Shannon. <laughs> let's, let's, let's double up on that scheming. Let's put a bug in his ear here. Let's, let's, let's give him some bad ideas. So, you know, Everyone, everyone has seen it. Everyone who's a fan of the stream has seen it. It's like a competitive game. And maybe it's like a one V two or you pull off some crazy moves and you know, you get that, that signature Zarya where, woo, baby, woo! something. Yeah. Know, there it is. Perfect. <laughs> now that's a great rush, right? But that is not a rush compared to, you know, getting up on that stage and for real life flexing on them. You started in bodybuilding. Do you ever plan to return to that and take your competitive edge to the bodybuilding space oh man that's a that's a that's a good question so i, I get that question a lot on the workout streams and i know bashira is always asking if i'm gonna be doing uh you know stepping on stage i to be honest i don't plan to uh, it's not not something that uh that i'm super interested in at least right now never say never maybe at some point but I've really been at least these past couple of years excited about functional fitness, excited about um, just learning more about my body, getting in different range of motion, working on mobility. Um, I, I guess to be frank, my my physique now isn't I think any more crazy than three years ago or two three years ago. But what I can do in my body now compared to two or three years ago is night and day, right? I you know holding a planche, doing planche press, handstand pushups, one arm chins. Um, pancake, I'm not quite there, but we're getting there. Um, the mobility, uh, you know, it's working. Um, so, you know, pistol squats, uh, shrimp squats, sissy squats, all these things, Nordic curls, um, all of these bodyweight exercises are something that a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do, or if I did, I might've hurt myself or maybe not have done it with very, um, very honest form. And I think getting closer and closer to the honest form and feeling really strong in these movements is something that I just love doing. Um, now, 
as you guys know, the, the downsides of that is that um, a lot of these exercises focus um, more on uh, tendons, um, more on joints, ligaments, and a lot of those time, a lot of the times they're closed chain movements. So they're not um, isolating as well as bodybuilding movements do. So for hypertrophy, as far as hypertrophy is concerned, the stuff I'm working on is certainly suboptimal, right? If I wanted to bodybuild, I think, and get the best results, I would probably do a little bit more isolated open chain movements and focus on developing um, muscle in particular areas. And for me, I'm more focused on what I can do in my body instead of how I'm necessarily looking. Um, it's more about how I'm feeling and what I can do. So in, in terms of a bodybuilding stage, probably not, um, but never say never, you know, my interests change sometimes, you know, maybe in a couple of years, I'll be like, you know, I feel really good. Let's hop back into to building some more muscle. Right. And these things go in tandem. So yeah, never say never, but, uh, maybe you not the focus to, uh, right now. You might want to stumble your way into a CrossFit class. One of these days uh, your pull-up game is strong. You're really good on your hands. All your gymnastics work is, is pretty ridiculous. You might be able to school some people over there. <laughs> yeah i uh you know i've never done a wad i've never done crossfit I've, I've seen a bit online um do you guys know like the movement culture ito portal um style of of movement are you familiar, familiar. no uh, you guys know conor mcgregor yeah <laughs> okay so conor mcgregor um a few i guess like five years ago hired a movement coach maybe maybe longer than five years ago now his name is Ido Portal. I think he's based in Israel and he has this kind of movement culture. Um, and this guy, Ido has studied, man, like every discipline, right? So like gymnastics, like uh, BJJ, wrestling, like, like um, dance, right? A lot of like capoeira movement practice um, style of training. And he's kind of learned from each discipline and, and taken and really kind of amassed what he calls like, I guess, movement, right? Movement culture. And um, he really, like five years ago when Connor was coming up, was, was coaching Connor and teaching him basically how to move the body um, in really efficient and really, you know, great movement patterns. And then that's when Connor, you know, was kind of doing his, it's like kind of part of it, right? Like opening up the shoulders <laughs> yep. and being really fluid with the spine. That's where that comes from. Um, and anyway, that's the type of movement culture. That's the type of stuff that I've really been enjoying training, bodyweight style. Of course, I, I still bring strength aspects into it. Once again, it's not just the only thing I do, but a big part of that. And I, I still like to do, you know, weighted, weighted chin-ups, weighted dips, uh, kind oh, of like yeah. street lifting style um, is, is the closest probably terminology for that is, is street lifting. Although I've, I've never done um, necessarily like a street lifting competition or anything like that. But um, to get uh, right back to your other question, would I do a competition if I did it, it would probably be closer to like a street lifting style competition, max out weighted dips, max out weighted pull-ups. I think that would be, would be pretty fun. Cause I, I, more than anything, I mean, I'm a body weight enthusiast, but I'm, I would call myself more of a strength athlete. Um, and that strength can cross over to skills. Very, very nice. Um, so for, for strength, yeah. Weighted dips, that'd be fun maybe one day <laughs> i think i think i would lump you in as more of like a physical culturist you're more like broad as opposed to specialized in one area you appreciate the physical nature of the body and what it can accomplish the the positions that it can get into and the strength that it can exert within those positions as opposed to just trying to be as strong as possible or as big as possible 
Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely call myself more of a generalist in that regard. Um, as you know, specialists that like we see hand balancers that spend all day working on hand balance and that's awesome. But I, you know, I love handstanding. I, I, I love it, but I, I don't think I could do just hand balance training, you know, for say 14 hours in a week, like two hours a day, like that would be exhausting for me as much as I love being upside down. I, I mean, I, I still handstand every day, but I think I like to, to be a bit more, you know, broad in that regard. And that's why I don't necessarily love the term calisthenics. I mean, calisthenic itself just means training with one's body weight, but I think calisthenic athletes, a lot of the times, are not super focused on mobility, fluidity, like a gymnast. Um, they're not maybe training lower body as much, you know, depending on the goal. And I think for me, I, I do like to be well-rounded in, in that, uh, in that regard. So like, you know, training legs still being mobile, being strong, being fluid with it. And, uh, yeah, that's why it's difficult when people say, Oh, how do you train? It's like, well, well how much time do you have for me to explain? <laughs> <laughs> Probably similar when people ask you what you do for a living. So what do you do for a living? We're like, okay, sit down and let's, <laughs> let's get something to eat and we'll figure this out together. Yeah. So what, what type of training do you guys like? What, what's your favorite style of training, Ryan? So I started in bodybuilding transition to Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting. And now I've recently started competing in CrossFit. So I've, I'm kind of one that have, I like, I, I've dipped yeah. in a lot of, a lot of spaces. I like awesome. competition. I like competing and I like stacking my physical fitness in one endeavor or the other up against others. Super cool, man. I, that, that's cool. How like we all start somewhere and then move along and move along. Like it is something that's always kind of fluid and changing. What about you, Dominic? I'm curious. I, haven't, kind of... I haven't moved anywhere. <laughs> straight through. I, straight through hypertrophy. <laughs> that's all I do. Yeah. So okay. Don, body Dom bodybuilding competed. Stuff. When did you compete? You competed in April. bodybuilding. April. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Dom did, what was that? Your third show? Fourth show? Third. Yeah. Third. Something like that. So cool, man. How do you do? Um, I won. He won. Ooh, he really won. Let's Come go. On. Rank on. one. <laughs> that's so cool, man. That's really rad. Yeah. That's amazing. So when we circle back to kind of uh, the street lifting, very interesting. I've actually seen it pop up on my Instagram Explore page a couple of times now. Who's one wow streamer that you think could give you a run for your money in street lifting? You already mentioned Bajira. Is it him? Just because he's such a burly boy? Street lifting? So we're street talking lifting. about weighted dips. We're talking about yep. weighted pull-ups, weighted muscle-ups. I don't know. Nope. I actually don't. I not not to like I I just don't know. I, I haven't maybe seen everyone, you know, there, there might be might be a lot of uh really, really strong um you know street lifting athletes on twitch that you know i might not be aware of and once again i'm not a street lifting athlete at all but i do love weighted dips and weighted pull-ups so hey james uh james hollingshed is a streamer now oh oh james yeah bodybuilder um yeah. so this is this is uh zari challenging everyone in on the street <laughs> on twitch he's saying listen i'm the best no one can touch me i'm the goat i, I can take you in twos threes fives and street lifting <laughs> You know where to find me. Come get some. Not not well, my words. Not my words. Those were his words. I'm just okay. There's different focuses of training, right? <laughs> and there's different rep, there's different rep ranges of training. And if you're training in a you know eight to fifteen rep range, it's more focused towards hypertrophy. And if you're training in a rep range of one to five, you're gonna focus on power and strength. And that's just the way it goes. I just don't know if I've seen a lot of people do one to five rep range dips on Twitch. 
That's all I'm saying. Shit. This guy knows his shit. You're like an exercise <laughs> physiology textbook on the side. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I do a lot of my research. Um, I, I also did get my CPT recently and just to, just to have, I'm, I'm not taking any clients or anything like that, but I was just curious enough to want to get that. And uh, I love this stuff, man. That's fun. Right, all, right. <laughs> all right. Let's bring it full circle back to gaming. What do you got planned moving forward? Are you going to buy into any of the new world ashes of creation, final fantasy hype, or are you sticking with TBC retail? Wow. For life your loyal man um so new world uh, i've seen played uh to be honest the the pvp doesn't look anything too exciting to me um the, the thing about wow and i think a lot of people that have played wow understand what i'm going to say if you haven't played wow it's gonna make no sense but the, when you log in the movement in the game feels incredibly fluid the way you yes. move your character and i can tell if i'm gonna like a game uh, so for me i don't care about graphics I don't care about music. I don't care about art. I don't care about any of that stuff in a video game. What I care about is the gameplay. And the gameplay is very dependent on the movement. Um, I guess I, I'm more of a movement guy. Um, <laughs> and I, I really want to be able to move how I want to move in the game. And I can tell almost immediately logging into a game if the movement's good or bad. Um, or even just seeing it played, right? So when you press a spell, is your character just standing in place, casting that spell for three seconds and you can't like spin around or move? Like in WoW, all of these axes are open. You, it's very, very fluid. Um, not impressed with New World's PvP. Uh, looks, looks pretty like a lot of the other MMOs we've seen come out. There's no focusing system as far as I know. The targeting system's a bit bland. It's kind of like you just shoot like guns at someone and you just aim at that. Like, it, it just doesn't seem super great. Um, so eh, for PV, like, like, let's get it, let's get it straight here. I'm in, in some ways, I'm not really an MMO player as much as I, I, I love PVP, like wow arenas, right? So if I'm going to play another game, it's going to have to have incredible PVP, incredible arenas or whatever they call it in that game. And new world doesn't seem like that ashes of creation, Eh, Final Fantasy, definitely no. Final Fantasy looks like more of like role playing and um, a storyline, which once again, that's awesome if you enjoyed that. That's not me. I, I've never read a single quest in WoW. I skip over every cutscene. I've never watched a cutscene. I've never like read a quest. I just like, I just want to get into the PvP action, right? And uh, so yeah, nothing out there that seems interesting to me, which might be surprising because there's a lot of stuff out there right now. Um, there's another one where you click to move that I saw some people playing. It's not out yet. It's out in like Russia, but not out here. Shoot. Can't remember the name, but that one actually looks kind of decent. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll give that a try. The The movement looks, looks all right. And the, the spells look all right. I was watching Savix play it. I mean, I can't, I can't remember the name, but yeah. All right. Well, look for that one too. <laughs> Dom, anything you want to circle back to before we send this thing off into the sunset? Uh, I think the one question I have would take too long, but. I just because like we all we've done it like we went to school we both have our masters um you know we did all that but we made the decision to like not go the nine to five route not go to that kind of world like when was that moment that you were like i'm gonna be a streamer i'm gonna make what i love my career yeah that's a really really good question um dom thanks for asking them the moment was when I graduated college 
and I had, you know, maybe some job offers, you know, when you, when you graduate college, you go to career fairs or whatever, there might be some, some opportunities lining up. And it was that moment of like, okay, so I, I graduated and I have two roads I can go down. I can, you know, continue streaming or I can do a more traditional path. And, you know, it's 2016, I suppose, so five years ago. And at that time I was making less money than if I were working at like McDonald's or something really on the, on the stream, I, I would be doing better basically anywhere else. And the, the opportunities I had would have been like a lot more fruitful, but I kind of came to the conclusion that it, it is really what I wanted to do is to create content. And on top of that, if I'm ever going to get it done, the best chance for me to do it is, is now and 26 now being 2016 when I already um, had an audience, I had momentum built up because I've been streaming my first streams for 2012. So I was already streaming for four years at that point, but I was in school. I, you know, I was, you know, taking finals. Like it was just really back and forth. It wasn't like, I couldn't like devote myself to streaming cause I was in school, you know? Um, so it's like, okay, I can give my full effort and intention to just streaming for a little bit and see how that goes. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm young, you know, I wasn't like super like committed. I, I didn't like, you know, have a family. I didn't like have all these things tying me down. So it's like, okay, I can like, now is my shot or I can wait five or 10 years, do a traditional path and, and then try. But in five or 10 years, I might have a family. I might have um, other responsibilities. I might have, you know, mortgages to pay for other things to worry about. And just like starting a streaming career like stopping for five or 10 years, then restarting seems like a really, re, like really odds are stacked against you. So for me, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do it, now's the time for sure. I'm young. I'm, you know, don't have a lot of responsibilities and I, I can live off like a thousand bucks a month if I don't buy anything, you know, like whatever. And, um, so I, I just like, was like, you know what, let's do it. You know, let's, let's start on this journey, you know, and then, Hey, worst case scenario, I do it for two, three years. I fail now I can still get a job. You know, it's not like the end of the world. Like I can still start applying for stuff um, and, and, and still go back the other way. Right. And, and that's kind of what was really um, threw me in that direction of like, okay, let's give this thing a go. Let's go full time on this. And uh, worst case scenario, we can, uh, we can, we can course correct, but best case scenario, I'll end up doing what I love and very, very grateful for these last five years. <laughs> Here we are all of us doing what we love. It's a beautiful thing. When you take a bet on yourself and it works out like that, I think it's interesting to hear that you were also streaming and not getting that big of an audience or not getting the audience that you have now for so long and, you know, putting in your time, paying your dues along the way. You know, most people, they get into streaming and they're like, all right, why the shit isn't my audience 100,000 people yet? Oh, dude, totally. I mean, paying your dues, uh, that's a great way to say it. Same thing with, with training, right? If you're not... <laughs> If you're not paying your dues, man, like patience, patience, patience. Like I, I streamed for months with like one viewer, dude, because I wanted to, because it was fun. Hey, shout out to that one viewer. We still see you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's been people from day one um, that would just like watch with like one, two, three viewers. And the, the key thing here is authenticity. I wouldn't have been able to stick to it if I didn't authentically love it. Um, but I, I did authentically love it. So streaming with one viewer, five viewers, or even a hundred viewers never bothered me because I loved just being there anyway. So, so yeah, I think staying authentic to yourself so that no matter what you can stick through it, you'll have that perseverance when things get hard and, uh, you know, many years went by and I, I leveled up, leveled up the content, you know, leveled up the content. I think 
if you go to the content nowadays versus 10 years ago on my first YouTube video, like it's night and day. So I'm happy that I'm still here creating content and it's getting better over the years. So that's what we're well, aiming for. Now, we just want to say we appreciate you, everything you put out, kind of the, the like we said, creating that fitness space within gaming is huge. You really are. And I, I don't want to make a joke out of this, but you really are doing the Lord's work and, and helping people out that really need it. And you're creating the content that lets them kind of ease into it without lecturing them. So, so we really applaud you for that. Uh, I want to say thanks for coming on. Anything you want to leave the people with other than maybe hashtag do your dailies? <laughs> Definitely that one. Uh, I want to say, yeah, thanks to you, you guys, Ryan and Dominic for having me. It's been a, a really, really fun time. You got, you guys reached out. I'm like, oh yeah, it's going to be awesome. You sent me the, some questions. I'm like, oh, look, great. This will be just super fun to talk about. Uh, so dude, yeah, I was fanboying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, for, for right when you guys reached out, I was like, oh, man, sweet, perfect. So thank you guys so much for having me on. Really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, lots of stuff uh, in the future with with Do Your Dailies and just the, the messaging we're putting out there. And then, yeah, being consistent with it. So uh, more, more uh, to come. Stay tuned. And yeah, thanks for having me, guys. If you are interested in any of Josh's content, we will drop all of those links below so you can also do your dailies. Guys, as always, like, comment, subscribe, do that YouTube bullshit because you know the algorithm stays fucking your boys over over here on this side of things we will see you on the next one and in the meantime stay gifted peace